Well, greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to It's Cover, the insurance podcast, because if you think that insurance is boring, you are not doing it correctly. My name is Paul. I'm Mel. Uh, so, I had an exciting weekend. Nice. Actually, actually, a week ago. You know, this we are recording a little bit in advance, and so uh, a week ago, over the weekend, I got to go see one of my most anticipated films of the year, and I know it's one of your most anticipated films of the year. Yes. Mission Impossible Fallout. Great series. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't get to see the movie. No, I didn't. That's going to make things really awkward because we're going to talk about it. So you're going to do spoilers. <laughs> no spoiler warning on this. Um, okay. Uh, we, for those who, who are new to the podcast, we occasionally do this series that we called, uh, we call, um, is that covered? I got distracted there because something popped up on my uh, on my computer. It wants to restart the computer, so we're gonna pause for just a second and snooze that. Yeah, just tell it no. <laughs> yes, no, I don't want to restart the computer. <laughs> I'm recording a podcast. Can't you see that? That's right. <laughs> uh, so we we do this series called "Is That Covered," and that's when we because we are nerds. And uh, and particularly insurance nerds, we watch movies and we like see like the aftermath of some action scene or <laughs> or some crazy scene, and we wonder to ourselves, being nerds that we are, yeah, I wonder how an insurance company would handle that claim because that's not the point of the movie at all. But you know, it's coming. Well, yeah, it's like it's the same thing. It's actually I I do the same thing with horror films when I wonder like. Like you're walking out of the house, and that's great. But how are you going to explain this to the authorities? <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's there's like 20 dead bodies, and you're the only survivor, along with like this six year old kid. Yeah, and your story is that the ghost did it. <laughs> I I have a feeling that you're going to be, uh, you're going to be in prison. Yeah, you're going to be in jail, and uh. Yeah, the fact that you're the only one left. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is not going to bode well for you. So what happened was, <laughs> yeah. like a hundred years ago, this crazy serial killer was shot in the head, but his ghost has been wandering these lands ever since, taking children and, you know, cutting them. And I was fortunate enough to escape. Yes. And I'm tired and I'm going home. Right. I did away with the ghost for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Don't worry. Nobody will ever hear from that ghost again. Right. That ghost is done. <laughs> I got rid of it. What I did was found this special silver cross and I put holy water on it and I threw it at its forehead. So everything's fine now. That's right. <laughs> do you want to do you want a lawyer mel? <laughs> little bit of a little bit of a cleanup. That cleanup is uh yeah, and uh, like, like I was, we were talking about uh, Avengers: Infinity War, and the you know, opening fight scene in the middle of the street, right? Yes. With Iron Man, and and uh, you know, you had a uh, with Portal Strange and the portals, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, it's funny because everybody's running, things are getting destroyed, <laughs> and within a span of about two minutes, Iron Man's gone and is no longer on the planet. Doctor Strange is gone and right. no longer on the planet. Spider-Man's gone, no longer on the planet. 
Yeah. And then it has a scene with Dr. Banner and the other wizard uh, that Dr. Strange hints around with. <laughs> and he wizard. opens a portal and Banner looks at him and says, hey, where are you going? And he's like, you know, I need to still protect this place because the stone is gone and I need to protect this. And then he closes the portal. And then Banner's standing in the middle of a street with destruction everywhere. Right. And he's trying to call Captain America. <laughs> I think his first call like, should have like been to... like a 20-year-old cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> a flip phone. I think don't, he should have no, been to 911. Don't, don't worry. When Captain America answers this flip phone from the 90s, <laughs> he's going to explain everything to you. There you go. It's, you, yeah. mean the, you mean the, uh, the war criminal, Captain America? Technically, yes. <laughs> yes. Coming from a phone number that he recognizes as Iron Man. Right. <laughs> his, mortal, he, his mortal enemy. Right, which he doesn't like worry, anymore. But don't worry. I'm the Hulk. He'll answer me. You're the Hulk. <laughs> yes. Change. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do it right now. It's not, it's not working for me. <laughs> but yeah, there's destruction everywhere. Buildings, yeah. bricks. And within an instant, everybody's gone. And I'm just thinking... Man, that cleanup crew has to be pissed. There, there actually is one scene like that in in Mission Impossible. We're not giving away any anything, so I'm not going to tell you how it plays out. But okay. just one of those, like you know, you turn the corner and there's like a random person there, and now that random person is a problem, and you're like, random person, just go away. Yeah. I'm really trying to do something important here that you're not going to understand, you know. And it was a it was a great scene in the movie. Um, not not giving anything away, but I I, I kind of like those. I kind of like those things, and that's that's why I think about like in horror films. It's like how would I explain this to the to the authorities, yeah. or do I just walk away? You know, <laughs> mom's the word. Throw, throw throw all identification out the window. That's right. Start over in life. Uh, but, but yeah, so yeah, that, that's kind of the concept between, uh, behind this series. It's, we're, we're, we're trying to, um, you know, kind of imagine ourselves as the adjusters who are coming to a scene, uh, afterwards and trying to piece things back together. And how do we cover these things, these weird things that happen in yeah. only in movies and, and get that around. So, uh, for those of anybody who has, uh, who has seen the preview, for Mission Impossible, lo and behold, there are car chases. Yeah, in the movie. Again, not spoiling anything. We all knew there was going to be a car chase in the movie. In the first one, there was a train and helicopter chase in a tunnel. It was pretty <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah, kind of set the bar pretty high. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, uh, you see, Ethan. Played by Tom Cruise, uh, it, at various stages in this thing, in the, in the previews, he's in a car, you know, um, dodging snipers, uh, running over motorcycles. Later, he's on a motorcycle and he rams into a car and flips over it. You know, just various stuff that's going on in this. There's just, and, and the sequence in the movie is going to leave. If you haven't seen it, oh my goodness, that, that whole sequence. Uh, is pretty spectacular, but needless to say, there's a lot of destruction left behind at the end of all of this. And, um, and so we're going to talk about this kind of generally. Um, some of it is destruction made by, uh, 
parties engaged in illegal activity and trying to escape from the authorities during said illegal activity and ramming into things as they go. And then some of the damage is caused by the the authorities chasing (laughs) the people doing the illegal activity. Uh, And so that's kind of the category that we have to work with. So first things first, I'm going to put you on the spot. We have not discovered the, uh, discussed the outline of this episode at all. Nope. I just said, we're going to do Mission Impossible. And you were like, I haven't seen Mission Impossible. And I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> I'm not going to put you on the spot. Now yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> Here it comes. So first of all, mm. Mel, you are driving around the streets of Paris, mm-hmm. as you are apt to do. Yeah. And uh, someone engaged in illegal activity runs a red light, runs a stop sign, drives off a sidewalk, you know, down a staircase and smashes into your car. Um, is that person's insurance going to cover the damage to your car? Well, I should hope so. Um, hope I don't so, know the situation. <laughs> I don't know the situation if the car is stolen <laughs> then no, it will not. Yeah. Um, if the guy works for some secret government agency, probably not. Probably not. I mean, the, the operative words, like, you know, in, in every Mission Impossible movie yeah. is if you are caught or compromised, we will disavow you. Right. And so. <laughs> so then, you know, you ask for his insurance and. You know, that's that's not going to happen because right. there is none. So you're going to rely on your uh, uninsured motorists. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and, and that's the main point. Uh, people engaged in illegal activity, that that's not covered. Mm-hmm. And, 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 when, and when we say illegal activity, there, I mean, there is a distinction. You know, <clears throat> there are there are there are it's not a blanket illegal activity like I'm going one mile per hour over the speed limit. Therefore, the claim is denied because that's illegal. That's not what we're talking about. Um, it, it's not what we're talking about when um, even even like a, a driving while intoxicated. Yeah. Causing damage is is most often covered by insurance in that case. What we're talking about is like fleeing police. Uh, stealing cars, that sort of thing. And that's exactly what is going to come up. Engaging in terrorist activity is not covered by your insurance policy and fleeing authorities while engaged in terrorist activity is going to be a flat out denial. That's and right. So, um, uninsured motorists kicks in. And, and this is, we've, we've discussed this before, but this is a really important point that, that you need to, you need to understand. Uninsured motorist does not mean that that person has no insurance, period. What it means is they have no coverage for this claim. That's an important distinction because a lot of people just don't have insurance. Right. Right. But also a lot of people do have insurance, but no coverage for that claim. So my, you know, I, I excluded my son on my policy cause I didn't want to pay the rates, but he still drives everywhere because he can go to the store for me. That's right. You that's, know, that's what young under 25 year olds do. <laughs> so he gets into an accident. Um, I have insurance, but I don't have coverage. 
And that's a very, very important distinction. And so uninsured motorist does kick in in those times. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but scenario B is a little bit different. And scenario B is not that the terrorist fleeing from the authorities smacks into your car. The authorities smacks into your car. And this is really this is this is difficult. I, I'm I'm curious as to what your answer is going to be on this because this can this can really get kind of well kind of picky. Just knowing from my wife, um, she always says that it, it's it's always your fault. <laughs> it pretty much is. Yeah. Um. There there are there are cases where okay. So so when when when. When emergency vehicles are on the road with their lights flashing, they have so many special rules that apply to them that do not apply to you. Yes. They are allowed to do all sorts of crazy crap that you are not allowed to do. That's right. And so they can drive the wrong way on the road and you hit them and that's your fault. Even though they're driving on the wrong way of the road, those flashing lights means you are you have an obligation to get out of their way, to do everything possible to avoid them and actually let them by. And there are cases, there are cases that I've that I've seen where a, a police car with lights flashing has been at fault for an accident. But they're very few and far between. And that then really that that only happened when when like the police officer lost control. And so it wasn't a case of I'm trying to, you know, I didn't get out of out of your way. It's the police officer lost control and hit me. And so if you are stopped, completely stopped and the car cop, uh, the cop car, car cop. I guess it's that too. It's a car. (laughs) The cop car hits you. There is a possibility that it might be the police officer's fault, but even then probably not. And it might, it's probably not your fault either. It's probably one of those situations where just everybody will pay. Hmm. If you are moving, even if you're trying to get out of the way, but you're not doing everything you can to get out of the way. It's probably your fault. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you hear those sirens and that light. Yeah. You know. You don't have right away anymore. Yeah. It, you it's have not, no a, it's right not a, a courtesy the, to just, I'm just going to slow down and get to the side of the road as a courtesy nod to, yes, you can go on through because I understand that life is valuable and you're going to try to right. save a life. <laughs> it, it's a little more forceful than that. Right. No. Yeah. You have lost all rights of way of any sort yeah when that when that emergency vehicle is around you mm. and so um and so if if you did not get out of the way fast enough if you did not notice it's your obligation to notice mm-hmm. it's the, the the that burden is on you to notice <laughs> yeah. that's why it's so important to pay attention on the road um if you uh, you know if you uh you know try you know, try to make your turn ahead of them and it just doesn't work out for you. Any of these situations, it is your fault. You are going to be at fault. You can say all day, but he was going the wrong way on the interstate. Yep. It doesn't matter. 
it's your matter. fault. And so you're going to pay, you know, your insurance is going to pay for the cop car. Um, if, if you did everything you could and you still get banged up in this, in this, uh, uh, it, whatever chase is going on or whatever happens, yeah. um, there's, there's going to be a coverage investigation there. There's, there, it's very, 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 very rare, very rare that the the uh, the fault would be put on the emergency vehicle. That's right. It's exceedingly rare. That's right. Uh, but it does happen. And so best case scenario in that, you know, is, is normally, look, I mean, if, if they don't, if they find you 0% at fault, but you have to pay your, still have to pay your deductible to get your car, count it as a win. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's what, that's what that, and, and, you know, a, a, another, another point, just, just thinking about this because, uh, you know, how you sprung it on me, but, uh, just <laughs> now, just, now that we're 17 minutes into the episode yeah, and you're finally thinking about <laughs> exactly. And I, I've, I've been in situations like that. I've seen other people in situations like that. And that's what brought up, um, the discussion with my wife about, um, who would be at fault. Um, because I, I did, it wasn't an accident. It was more of a hit, you know, more of a, you know, a little indentation, um, mm-hmm. to where the ambulance, um, hit the car and then kept going. They're not stopping. Oh yeah. They're not going to stop. Right. So you just, you just keep going. And it was, it was a situation where, we were all at a stop and a the light turned green and then everybody started going. The ambulance was coming up behind us and the car next to us was going to turn and get out of the way. The ambulance was getting closer and closer. The car that was beside us tried to get out of the way, but the car in front of it recognized that there were sirens and somebody coming. So it stopped. Hmm. So the car next to us couldn't move because the guy in front of them stopped. Nice. Yeah. So the ambulance came, kind of hit that car and then kept going. The car in front of the car that was next to us, the, the, the car in front of the car that got hit, Proceeded to go on their way. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and the car that got hit was just kind of standing, you know, in the middle of the intersection going, what just happened? Yeah. And, uh, that, that's, that sparked a conversation with my wife of poor guy. What does he do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and in that case, he might not be, he might not be found at fault. Right. But he's not going to be found, you know, it's like the ambulance is not at fault there. Right. Exactly. Um, that, that's not going to happen. And so, you know, probably best case scenario for him is he's going to pay his deductible, um, have not at fault and move on with his life. Yeah. Um, but this is, I mean, th- we've talked a lot about what causes accidents on the road and it's change. Yeah. Exactly. You know, most of us, I, I mean, from, even from an early age, most of us can drive on a straight road you know, with, with clear weather and no other cars forever at a very high rate of speed and be totally fine. Yeah. Change is what causes accidents on the road. And, and what makes, you know, what makes these situations dangerous is because the amount of change that is packed into a very, you know, very short period of time in a short space it's yeah. like when every car on the road is now trying to make a path 
and 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 you're you're trying to do your best, but you know some some other cars are not cooperating with you. You know it, all this stuff is happening. That that's what makes those situations so dangerous. And so we really need to be very aware when emergency vehicles are are coming are um are upon us. Yeah. You know, once you start hearing those sirens and and I, I don't know for everybody, but for me it's like, you know, for the first few minutes it's like I have no idea where this is even coming from. So I'm looking down every single street, you yeah. know. And but 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 look for that car because it, you know, you're going to need to get out of its way if you are in its way and you you want to make that as smooth and early as possible cuz waiting for the last second is it's going to cause problems. Yeah, changes uh is uh, definitely the the culprit uh, here. I know it. Yeah. And also uh, to just add to that, it was funny um, whenever I was learning to drive when I was younger, um, I my dad would put me behind a wheel before I should be behind the wheel. But he would do it whenever we'd go see my grandmother. My grandmother lives in North Carolina. So from Texas to North Carolina. Mm hmm. Um, my dad would drive. Sometimes he'd be tired. It's a long, long drive. And, and plus he, we'd leave after he'd get off work or something. But in the days of, you know, when you had paper maps, he would look and there was a f- freeway and a lot of miles of straight, no change. And he'd pull over and put me behind a wheel and tell me to wake him up when <laughs> something changes, something happens. So I thought I was great because I thought I was the best driver. I can stay between the lines. We're yep. going 65 or something. I'm staying between the lines. I can do this. I've been driving for three hours. Well, there was no change. Right, <laughs> I was yeah. going straight, maybe a little turn here and there as far as bends. But mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, I mean, and then, of course, when it started coming up on a, a city, I started seeing signs. Here comes the change. Wake up, dad. Right. Time to right, hand exactly. it over. Yep, exactly. But of course, I'm old and that was a long time ago and uh, a little bit different than today. That was that was the days before airbags and uh seatbelt laws. So, there you go just to let you know how long ago the, that was. Okay, so I'm going to ask this. I haven't asked you this, but mm-hmm. like when I was growing up, mm-hmm. like uh, first of all, the, I, I think I remember the first seatbelt law coming through Texas, and it was front seat only. Mm-hmm. But I never wore a seatbelt in the yeah. back seat. Never did. Ever. Never did. Yeah, and it was just it was, and 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 we even thought about it because I mean, you know, normally we had like the bench front seats. Mm-hmm. Actually, been everything was a bench seat, right? Right. And you know, just the the thought was, if we get into an accident, I'm gonna bump myself into that bench and. Stay kind of where I was, and that yeah. I mean that was the thought process. Yeah. Um, and uh, now it's like, uh, uh, you, you know, it's, it's just the whole the whole uh, culture has has changed very quickly on that. Where it's like everybody must buckle up now. Yeah, <laughs> you must wear a seatbelt, and uh, you know, and and with most things, you got people to comply because of consequences of not doing it. Yeah, so. A lot of yeah. people complied, um, but uh, um, just, just, were the people in I, no spoilers? But were the people in Mission Impossible wearing their seatbelt? Well, um, 
Not always. Okay. Now, now, the, now, now. Okay. So the 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 one this one scene from the trailer where uh, Ethan is work is riding a motorcycle, and he's looking behind him, and then he looks in front of him just in time for a car to come right in front of him. Yeah. And he and he hits that car and soars over the car. Yeah. Uh, now that was a motorcycle. Obviously, that's a little bit different. But yeah, this is the kind of thing that happens in this movie. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that, that, those kind of situations. You know, that's that's one where you know, hopefully, you have insurance to to cover that yeah. that sort of thing. And uh, you know, if that does happen, don't get too mad because you don't want to have any road rage against the secret agent spy that can fight <laughs> yes and and they definitely can fight we saw a lot of that in the movie for those of you there's a lot of fighting in the movie a lot of fighting it's that's right cool. i could just uh see them uh you know have the uh texas driver road rage get out start yelling what are you doing i had the right away you know i'm filming this and just have Ethan make him eat it or something. <laughs> you know? Maybe for the next one. Oh, goodness. That, uh, that movie's truly, truly cool film. If you're at all, if you at all like action films, uh, definitely should see that if you haven't already. It's, it's, uh, it, it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's, that's what we need to tackle. Yeah. With that's Mission Impossible. That's it. Move out of the way of ambulances. Yeah. Um, yeah, and 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 by the way, if if one of them does hit you, they're going to keep going. Yeah, and that's fine. Don't chase them down. You know, <laughs> You're right. Just, look, I mean, if you think it was, if you think it was their fault, uh, and most of us do when we get into an accident, it's the other person's fault. But if you think it was their fault, just go to the police station later mm-hmm. and explain where you were and when it happened. They'll have record of whoever was driving in that area yeah. with their lights on at that time. They'll figure it out for you. Just don't go. Don't go chasing them, you know. Right. You show up at the very end where, like, you know, like there's there's five cops and they're having a shootout with somebody. And you're like, "Excuse me, sir, <laughs> sir, you hit my car a few miles back and then you fled the scene. I, if you do not give me your information, I shall have to call the authorities." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that may not end well for you. <laughs> just just a little FYI, right. and. uh yeah, that's uh Yeah, the authorities are like you, you explained it right. The authorities have they're 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 on different rules. Exactly. When yeah. it when it comes to <laughs> exactly. things like that cuz then I was also just thinking of another movie I saw where they, you know, held out their badge and they're in hot pursuit and proceeded to take the gentleman's vehicle because they needed it yeah. to continue the pursuit and he ended up, of course, not caring that that wasn't his car and didn't scratch up the vehicle too bad, but <laughs> enough to, you know, if the guy gets his car back, he's going to wonder what happened. <laughs> but that is a different situation for a different episode. That's a different it's episode. Uh, but until then. We uh, really appreciate you joining us. We we really have fun doing these types of episodes, so uh, we probably will again in the future. Uh, but uh, we really do thank thank you for for tuning in every Monday, and we hope you have a great week. And do check us out on Facebook and on our website, and we'll continue the discussion there. 
the meantime, thank you for listening. Yep. Bye-bye.